Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. He's Derek Terry. Somewhere, Jalen Duran is not going to Kentucky, Derek. <laughs> He's not, as I think was expected um, up, up until this point. I think the rotting had been on the wall here for the last few days that, uh, well, weeks even, that uh, Duran was ended up elsewhere. So I think, Sean, as we have finally reached August – the sixth i think we know kentucky's roster is finally in place for next season it's it's done yeah that, that's it and when you look at it it was complete on july 1st when davion bentz announced his return to kentucky at that point there wasn't i mean there was some jalen duran talk about a reclassification and everything obviously an official visit to kentucky happened right around that same time and then kofi coburn came into the mix and what I'm seeing, and I'm sure there's some listeners on this podcast that feel the same way, you're seeing some people who I think on that day on July 1st had a lot of renewed excitement and energy and was talking, you know, this team's going to be good enough to get to Final Four. But then it kind of gets covered up when you lose a guy like Jalen Duren, and then you, had a, you should have had Kofi Coburn if you really wanted him and solidified your front court with the second team All-American. I think some of that renewed energy has kind of gone to, is Kentucky going to get back to being who they are and getting these elite guys? Is Kentucky going to be a Final Four team? Do you think that that hurt some of the offseason energy? Even though they had a great offseason, we gave it an A yesterday, and I still give it an A. But do you think that that hurt some of the just momentum in the fans' eyes that you're not ending the summer on a note like that? You're ending it kind of on a negative back-to-back. No, yeah, I think that's a real thing. I do. I think had – had Coburn or Duran never been an option, and I think you said July 1st was Davion Mintz when he yeah. announced. If that was the last thing that you knew about the roster, I, I do think people would be more excited. I, I think it's just natural. Um, so if you put it that way, if you frame it that way, if if you were happy with what was done prior to that and you liked the roster then, I don't, I don't see a reason to be changed. that upset Yeah, about the other things. Um, I guess in terms of how this affects things, we had pointed towards Duran as a guy that Cal could, could float in the NIL era. It could be a sign that they were back to, to lending the studs, getting the top kids in the class. They missed on this opportunity. He's not going to be here. So I do think it puts them back a little bit. I mean, in terms of the PR, I, I think you're going to see some – we've already gotten it in our mailbag. We've seen it numerous times mentioning – the whole Coburn and Duran situation, why they didn't take one or why he went all, why he went all in on one. So I do think the staff might get a little bit of criticism, but uh, hey, man, the way it is with this roster, we talked a lot about it a few days ago. Like I say, or I guess it was yesterday when we talked about the mailbag, like adding either one of those guys, I think there would have been a, a chain reaction somewhere, whereas I think the way they've built the roster now, they can make it work. And they might not have a, a second-team All-American like Coburn or the number one player like Duran, but I do think they got a roster in place that if they reach their potential, uh, could be as good as anyone in the country by the end of the year. Yeah, and, and that's what I said that day on July 1st when we recorded when I was on vacation in Iowa. And that, that's how I remember the exact date. <laughs> my first day out there. But I said this, Derek, that I thought that with Davion Mintz returning, that it was a team that was good enough to get to a Final Four. I wasn't ready to crown them a national championship because I think if you get to the final four, you're good enough to win it all. That's yep. where I'm putting it. 
And I was, I've been talking about this now for a month. I was like, I'm not going to let anything else kind of change my mind. Like all the negative, like, you know, losing Jalen Duran, not taking Kofi Coburn. I'm not going to let it overshadow what I said five or six weeks ago, because this roster hasn't changed from when I made that comment. And if I felt that way on July 1st, there's no reason why I shouldn't feel that way now on August 6th. Yeah, and if if you think about the angle, and it was probably the angle of Dern, I suppose, obviously, to, to get a great player would have would have been a big deal. But when you do talk about narratives and, and things like that, I, I did feel like Dern, what he could do for you with other top recruits in terms of what – basically to get a tangible dollar figure on, on the potential what a top player at UK can make, I thought that would help. But I, I think sharper, lively – could be that guy this class. So I don't think it's like – I don't think you have to wait that long, basically, to uh, to see what a guy could make. I mean, it's not like Duran was uh, was any more special as a number one recruit. He's not even a consensus number one guy, is he, in his own class? So, I mean, it's not like he's some can't miss – I mean, I, I think you get what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know that Duran's any more special than any other number one in any other class. And if you can get Sharp or Lively, who both have a shot at being number one now, the same the same thing can apply. It might just be a year later. Well, that's what the talk was about, was it was an opportunity to kick off NIL. Jalen Durham visits Kentucky, right as NIL start is, is passing. Like it was that that was the visit that Kentucky kicked off NIL air with. So it was an opportunity to make a statement there. But we've always said that even if they had landed Jalen Duran for 21 with a reclassification, 2022 was where Kentucky was going to make its next statement in recruiting. And you mentioned that with Derek Lively and Shaden Sharp, where the, these guys that they're in excellent position with, that's where the statement's going to be made with this new staff, not in the summer. Because Orlando Antigua, Chin Coleman, they didn't piece this roster together. They didn't have an impact on the way this roster stands. It's moving forward now is where you want to see, okay, does Kentucky get back to being Kentucky in recruiting? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, you think about, okay, you don't get Duran, who's going to go to 2021. Let's say Sharp or Lively do, does end up number one. You could get him, and then the next class, DJ Wagner Jr. right now. Uh, if he goes to college, most people think he's going to go to Kentucky. Well, you could be back to having the number one player back-to-back classes, which, again, the same statement would apply uh, as to if they got Duran. So, um, certainly, I'm not saying it's no impact. I mean, I think you would have loved to have had – I mean, how many people have asked us on here, you know, what are they going to do at center if Shibuya gets a foul trouble or whatever? You know, Duran would have been a fix for that. There's no doubt about it. I know people thought maybe he would 
tend to be more of a four, but at 6'10", 230, I think the kid could certainly handle the center position if he needed to for a little while. Um, so that is something Cal will have to figure out this year. Uh, but it's not like they don't have any kind of options, I would say. So I would maybe have some faith until you ha- don't have a reason to, I guess is how I would say it. You, you have – you have more reason to be optimistic this season than you did last season, in my opinion, yes. when it comes oh, to the roster. And, and I picked him to go to the Final Four last year. So uh, I did too. <laughs> I did too. So maybe I shouldn't be saying that in July and August, anyhow. Uh, but one thing here if you're Oscar Shebway, you know Kentucky was targeting Jalen Dern. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are reports out there that Kentucky decided to not take Kofi Coburn. If you're Oscar Shibway, you look at this thing as, okay, I'm at Kentucky. This was the place, honestly, deep in his heart, he wanted to be the entire time. He didn't end up there the first time. But we've talked to him. We've heard from him. The whole time he's at West Virginia, it was, how do I get to Kentucky? It was pretty much the way that I interpreted almost everything that he said. This is his opportunity, Derek, to get better and to shine. And it's his spot there to anchor the paint. It, it is like a – a vote of confidence almost, I guess, in some ways. Um, he's another one. When you talk about uh, – he's just been here so much longer than those other transfers that I almost feel like he kind of gets lumped in with last year's team yeah. in some ways. And I just wonder, hey, if this kid would have – I mean, we're getting the theoreticals here. Basically, if Sheboy, knowing what you knew about him, if he commits to Kentucky in May instead of – January, whenever it was, you know, does he view differently? I don't know. I mean, uh, I think he's going to have a pretty good year. I mean, I remember whenever he committed, going back and watching some highlights and seeing how UK struggled last year and looking at him, I was just thinking, man, Cal is going to love this kid. I understand he's not a complete basketball player. I'm sure his offensive game needs some work, but his hustle, I, me personally, I think Shibuya's going to be a fan favorite. I really do. Like, I think he might end up being one of the most popular players on this team just because of his energy how happy he is. I mean, you can tell he genuinely wants to be at Kentucky. I don't think he's going to play well. So I, I, pro- I might have more confidence in Sheway than the average fan, given what I've heard from yeah. some people. So, I mean, maybe I'm a little too optimistic on him, but uh, I, I think he's certainly going to be an upgrade over yeah. what they had last year. If you're a fan, you're going to love the way he is with his words and the way he expresses yeah. himself in interviews and the way he just talks about Kentucky and the opportunity that he has. Like the one interview we had this offseason with him, he – I mean, he won it. I mean, it was, it was, I thought he did excellent in that interview. But now you're, you're talking about Sheboy, but there's an opportunity there now for Damian Collins and Lance Ware that you group in in that position. Someone has to emerge behind Sheboy. If one of those guys emerges and becomes better than Sheboy, then you've got a really good roster. But now what you've got is you, you see that there's not as much of a log jam there as what it looked like there was going to be six weeks ago. Now you can see this roster play out, and you can actually, even though we've not even got to see anything yet, you can kind of see roles already maybe in your mind already playing itself out with the way this roster stands. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's I, I do think it's easier now to to kind of figure out how things are going to go. And, again, I mean, like we talked about earlier, you could have someone say that they would rather have had that issue of do you start Coburn or Shibway or – Dern and Shibway or whatever. Now, I mean, I think it's a little bit more clear. You've got that true five in Shibway. I, I would guess Keon Brooks is going to be the four, and then I think you'll see a three-guard lineup, yeah. um, at least to start the year. I mean, who knows what happens after that. But, uh, yeah, I, that's that's where I would stand on it. I don't see this being uh, this Dern news today 
Um, it's not like Kentucky's roster was in a spot that they were absolutely all in, had to have this kid, or your expectations are dramatically different. I don't view it as being that significant in that way. But he was the kind of guy, though, I mean, I can't say it like that and then not acknowledge that, yeah, if he comes here, if you get the number one player, you probably do end up in the top five to start the season, no questions asked. But still, I think they've done a good enough job. Like you said, we gave them an A for the roster building this offseason. I think they're going to be fine and have a, still have a chance to, to do some special things this year. I agree with that 100%, and I think that's an excellent spot to end this thing on. We wanted to hop on here and give an immediate reaction uh, to Jalen Duren not going to Kentucky. And this roster, the way it stands, it's still a very good roster with veteran pieces, talented freshmen. It's going to be a much better season in Lexington than it was a year ago. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily. 